This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Shrink Chicks. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists and owners of the therapy group. We're on a mission to make therapy and therapeutic topics more relatable and accessible. So stay tuned, because in order to grow yourself, you gotta know yourself. Hey. Hi. Okay, so the funniest thing, we were just talking about like, oh, what are we gonna do on today's episode? We were saying that the past two episodes have been a lot about, well, one was a lot about like friendships and relationships. Yes. And the amount of feedback we get when we do an episode about friendship compared to romantic relationships is like sort of wild. So I was saying, and I was saying to Em while we were discussing this, that I think one of the reasons is that there's so much information about romantic relationships and 30,000 volumes of the Cosmo magazine. So <laughs> Did you used to read Cosmo? <laughs> no, I feel like I like read Glamour. But what? like, obviously, like I always like read like 17. I read Cosmo. But I haven't read a magazine since. Same. Do you think magazines are just going... I mean, they're, yeah, I they're all getting digital. Most print magazines but are, yes. I did. You know what I loved? I forget if this was Cosmo or maybe it was like... Let's be honest. It was Us Weekly and we all wanted Us Weekly and that's all we all wanted. <laughs> I know. It was the best. But I think in Cosmo, there was like an advice section Yeah, that I loved. It was probably... Thinking back now, now that we know we know, there was probably really poor advice. It was probably terrible. We oh, should I go find... Oh, them. wait. Let's do a whole episode of us reading shitty advice. Or and at... Oh my God. First of all, that's a great idea. But remember, okay, so you know, like the Dear Abby, remember that time I sent you that? All right, so my husband's from a very small town. Very and the, small. And small, like, like, so small to the point where there is Can no... Can you talk about <laughs> the skunk picture? Oh, you want to talk about how my husband had a pet skunk? I feel like people don't believe me when I talk about my husband's can upbringing. You, can you please get permission from Aaron to post that on social media? Please. Okay. I was allowed to post it on my personal social media, but he was like, please don't put it on shrink okay. <laughs> So like, I'll go back and I'm ask so now. Sorry. No, no, no. I'll go back and ask now because now he'll let please me do apologize it. Now that he hears me. this. But, okay, so my husband's from a very small town. Like, like there's not like really traffic lights or cell service or anything. But um, they have this amazing uh, newspaper called the Meadville Tribune, which is basically just like <laughs> like small town newspapers are phenomenal. So the Meadville Tribune has a, an advice column, but it must have come from something else, like a Dear Abby type of thing. And remember that time I sent you a picture and like somebody sent in this whole thing and Dear Abby responded and was like, I highly recommend going to work with an LMFT. You're kidding me. Do you remember this? I it don't was like remember three this. years ago. I was like, hell yeah, Abby, which I don't think it's Dear Abby anymore. I think it's like her granddaughter and like, it's like something. I don't know. I never listened to Dear. What? Listen. No, she's listen. in a newspaper. I don't think you. Jen, what? You, no. what it's not Delilah. Delilah. That's what I was thinking of. So I can't take Delilah. I don't know why. I know. You want to. I want to. It's sexual and soothing at the same time. It, it's very soft. It's like oddly it is, soft. Yes. So I have no idea how we went back well, to this. Oh, okay. Magazines. Right. And we'll, <laughs> we were also trying to figure out what to talk about today. Yes. And we were saying that when we talk about friendships, it gets so much more. So many people write in. So many people write in because I think that there's not a lot of information yeah. about it. And I think at different points in our lives and a lot of our listeners, I would say, are probably like around the same time period as us. Time period? Do you mean <laughs> age? <laughs> the the mesotopian time period. Mesotopian. My daughter's really into dinosaurs right now. Is she? Have Very. you watched Jurassic Park with her? No, Jen. She's fucking doing <laughs> it. I don't know how that shit works. 
I don't know. Like, when is there appropriate? She watches the land before time. When's the appropriate time to, to watch Jurassic yeah. Park? Probably. I don't what know. Was your, what was your first rated R movie? Do you remember? Oh, my God. Yes, I do know. Okay, I can tell you exactly what it was. My first radar movie is really very, like, it's sort of wild. Okay, so, so my first radar movie with my parents was Con Air. Like, do you remember that movie? Yes. Okay. And then my I first sh- radar movie that I watched, like, without my parents that we, like, snuck was Cruel Intentions. Ooh. And mm-hmm, one of my best friends, like, somehow, some kid she went to school with, his uncle. Like, so, like, every, it was, like, some, it wasn't, like, a pirated version, but it was, like, basically, like, for, like, yeah, critics or something beforehand. Version. So, every 20 minutes in the show, a thing would come up that was, like, if you're watching this like this is not intended to be watched for viewing play like 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 we kept getting this warning and we're like oh man but cruel intentions was highly sexual uh, very sexual a lot right. of drugs in that too i don't remember that part all i remember is sex because i was just like whoa okay cool. <laughs> do you want to hear my first movie <laughs> what was it blade oh my god with wesley snipes wow that's i don't know why violent violent like why was what that do you my- think of that I, th- I probably fell asleep. I fell asleep at everything. <laughs> I swear to God, my first concert was an Alanis Morissette concert. Well, that'll put you to sleep. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was Cher. I passed out. <laughs> Wait, like, fell asleep. asleep. Oh, you fell asleep. You didn't pass out. Oh, right. I didn't oh, pass yeah, out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, like, with you, you never know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good. I mean, good point. <laughs> Thank you for that clarification. But I fell asleep at everything. So chances are I fell asleep at Blade yes you know so like my first rated r movie that like i watched the first two minutes of yeah i wonder what millie's will be now every time if i have a show on and millie comes in the room she'll say it like and it's like she says no people just dinosaurs she's no people (laughs) just dinosaurs you think she's gonna be like a um paleontologist paleontologist? um uh, that would be super cool man that would be so cool i could not care at all (coughs) what millie is like i like do not feel any type of attachment towards her future careers i think that i feel like that's very healthy i hope she never has to work because we win the lottery and her life is free and she can travel that will never happen how amazing would that be <laughs> that I, would be my can hope can i her? have like a few hundred if you win you can have three hundred dollars thank you so much that's the kindest kindest thing three hundred dollars <laughs> no i would buy us a full wellness center thank you so right and can we just get all of the wellness yeah, but we'll just get the services. We'll get the services. <laughs> we can walk in there. Yes. Maybe like a free massage. Yeah. I mean, you know, all I want to do is go to Korean day spots. Like all I want to do I at all know. times. I know. I'm I know. down for that. Okay. We'll figure it out. We're going kayaking today. We are going kayaking today. We'll send, we'll put some pics up. We're trying really hard to. Have more work-life balance. Have more work-life balance. And we're doing that with each other too. Because then we feel. Well, I feel like because when we're alone, we'll just do more work. That's the problem. As opposed to like the accountability of like, no, no, no. We need we to need like to go out something. and be in nature and, and we like know ground ourselves. Yeah. Because it's summer, like we're giving ourselves more space to do that. Yes. We know when it's fall. Every November. It gets wild. It gets wild. And we change something. Something grows in the business but for some reason. This hopefully that does not year. happen this year. Right. It's going to happen, mean, isn't it? It's going to happen this year. Okay, great. So let's go back to friendships. <laughs> Let's go back. Let's go back to friendships that we're talking about, yeah. which um, so that we started to have this conversation about like, OK, so there's just like not which is so wild. If you think about how insanely important and formative friendships are and how little we talk about them and the importance of them and why they matter and all this stuff. Right. Like, I feel like we we hear it in a very surface level of like my girl gang. Yes. Right. My vibe tribe, like really like a horrible okay, I item. I have never heard my okay. vibe tribe. Well, get on social media. But. <laughs> 
brings up this topic of friendships and social media. And that's something, social media is something that we touch on in a lot of different ways. But we also wanted to touch on it because I think there's so many nuances of it in our friendships and how, um, like, for example, FOMO is a huge thing that I think. Yes. Fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. Yes. Right. And that it's so easy to like, you know, I think part of the reason why social media is really helpful is that it helps us know what's going on in people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. Without talking to them. Absolutely. Right. Right. You could just be like, oh, you know, like, oh, they went to the Apple Orchard <laughs> this weekend. Yes. <laughs> You know, in the fall. I mean, you know it's in July. Fall, yeah, in the fall, people people be there loving are their apples. Be, yeah. so I have never been to an apple orchard. Yeah, I mean, it's overhype. Let's be honest. People are in it for the pictures. You end up with way too many apples. And then like, and like, two weeks later, you're like, I know, two weeks later, you're like, what am I going to do with all these apples? That's the biggest issue. So I think, but I think that that's a good, like, part of it is knowing what's going on in people's yeah. lives, right? And it's hard to keep up with everyone mm-hmm. when you have your day, to, you know, like when you're going and going and going on your day to day. You know what's funny is that like when you say like one of the good things about it, one of the things I truly use Instagram for the most though is information. Ooh. Like I feel like I'm following more information as opposed to like people at this point. So and and I love that and I love because you send me like interesting so information much. and it's really wonderful. I like learning. It's really wonderful. I get very overwhelmed. Yeah, you do. By social media just because of the um just the overload, right? Yes. Like it feels very overly stimulating to yeah. me. So I I can't necessarily get my information there because I'm so overloaded. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um I saw recently that like Virgos actually hate so don't post on social media i don't know if that's just really i don't know i was like wow i really connect to that do you know every time i look at my horoscope i also look at yours you do did you know like every no. time i see one of those like meme things and it's like libras i'm like oh what's the virgo one say because i send them to you all the time because i'm always so looking at them nice. I, but i'll do like also like look at my daughters and, like look so at some other nice. people's yeah man like think about them how am i doing today I didn't look at that oh, one okay, today. Right. We'll look I at it after this. We yes, should, yeah. we should do a whole episode. We should bring like a horoscope ep- expert on. I think that's called astrology. Right. <laughs> right. So did you learn that on social media? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. But so so for you, it's like overly stimulating. I feel like I get a lot of information, but I feel like people that have a very difficult relationship with social media it's a lot of because of what they see other people doing and feel less than themselves and i think especially in the summer right i see so and so traveling and that's why some people were like oh i really love the part of covid that we were like all in the same boat there was no pressure there was like everyone was inside no one was right. doing anything it was lovely because like you didn't feel like you're missing out on anything now it's like oh when i see people traveling together and i don't travel like like any of these things i think it's so easy to feel like once again i'm behind Right, or I'm not doing enough in some way. We are so excited to share our newest sponsor with you all, Hungry Root. Hungry Root is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality groceries and simple, healthy recipes delivered to your door. The team at Hungry Root just sent me a new box full of amazing stuff. It was literally like I was opening a present going through it. Seeing what was inside and trying everything was just so thrilling. In my Hungry Root box was chicken salad, veggies, dumplings, shakes, cookies, and so much more. My favorite thing I tried was the drumroll donuts. I highly recommend them. The ordering process could not 
not have been more simple. You take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know your personal health goals, what you like to eat, the kitchen appliances you use, and more. Then they'll build you a personalized cart with all of your grocery needs for the week and give you delicious recipe recommendations to put those groceries to good use. Hungry Root will recommend recipes and groceries based on your personal tastes, but each order is fully customizable. Take their suggestions or choose anything you want. They've got fresh produce, high-quality meat and seafood, pantry staples, healthy snacks, sweets, ready-to-eat meals, and much more. Hungry Root has made my daily meal prep so much easier. The mental load of grocery shopping is exhausting, and Hungry Root gives me back that mental energy. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Shrink Chicks listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash Shrink Chicks to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash Shrink Chicks. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. When bloggers or influencers post their outfit links, nine times out of 10, I click on it and immediately exit because the price is bananas. It wasn't until recently that I clicked on something expecting it to be the usual out of my price range sweater and it was under $60 at Quince. Quince has become my ultimate destination for luxury essentials that won't break the bank. Let me tell you about some of the gems I found at Quince. From their 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters starting at just $50 to their washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, Quince offers a range of high quality items at prices that are truly within reach. And here's the best part. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Yes, you heard that right. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman passing the savings on to us. I recently got my hands on one of their washable silk tops and let me tell you it has become a staple in my wardrobe. Not only is it incredibly versatile, I've worn it to work, out with friends, and even dressed it up for a date night, but the quality is unmatched. Give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash shrinkchicks for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash shrinkchicks to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash shrink chicks. Here's a great example. So apparently we don't post enough of ourselves on our social media. <laughs> We've been told. We have been told. And so people want to know more personal things. So anyway. Listen to the podcast. We're talking about ourselves all the time. All the time. Right. And so I, like on my personal social media, I really don't post that much. No. At all. I do a lot of stories. Which is great. And I love yes. it. I, lo- I love looking at your stories. I love looking at other people's. So I'm like, funny on my own though. You're hilarious. Yes. But I just never post on social media. But on our Shrink Chicks page, I'm being asked today actually <laughs> to gather pictures of my summer. <laughs> And I, I was actually asked to do this two weeks ago, and I was like, guys, I, I can't do that. I, first of all, I have not done anything. Yeah, but you have. But you're but also I just have. not taking pictures. That's the thing. I don't take pictures. Yes, yeah. Um, and so I'm, like, really struggling with gathering yes. all of this stuff because I'm like, okay, I, I haven't really documented anything I've done. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really do that on my own personal one. No. But it feels like a lot of pressure. Well, so what's your fear? What are you worried about? I think it's just having enough. I'm going to post like one picture. <laughs> it's going to be of Louie. Like, it's going to be of your dog and us kayaking today. <laughs> That's literally it. I've literally tried to do, since I found this out, I've tried to do so many things. And what and does that pictures of them. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, everything I've done in three days. Everything I've done. <laughs> no, but, but it does. It feels like a lot of pressure. Well, it, and it also, I think that I, I 
am battling with the fact that other people look at these pictures and and f- might feel bad themselves if they're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'm not doing it. You know, like I yeah, yeah. that I don't I don't I have trouble feeding into that. Yeah, I guess I could put that in the caption. Yeah. Right. You could put that in. Right. I would say like and if this wasn't what your summer looked like, that does not mean mine is more valid or more worthy. Absolutely. Right. I think that is an important, cool thing to. And include. also like there was a lot of time I spent. It's a highlight reel. Exactly. There was a lot of time I, I spent like watching TV shows. Or crying. Or <laughs> crying, right? But like taking pictures of that. Yes. I'm not like, oh my God, I really need to document the fact that I'm like, doing sobbing, this. yes. Right. So I think it's also not just about the fact that it's a highlight we reel. We should actually 100% start documenting how much TV we watch because we love television. <laughs> love. I'm going to start taking selfies between me and my best friend, the television. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should name it. Telly. Telly. I love television. I don't give a fuck. That was like, a, first of all, very original name. <laughs> Thank you. Telly, of course. Duh. 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 But like, I mean, I love television and I feel like people are embarrassed to talk about the TV they watch. I, I don't feel that at all. At all. It's half of my personality. But I also, <laughs> I think there's so much to analyze in TV. There's so much to analyze. I know. We get to talk I about this. I think it's feeding our yes. brain in a lot of ways. Yeah. But when you, okay, so but when you log into social media and you see that Shelly down the block has been at the beach and Joyce on the corner has been going to amusement These parks. These are very yes. clearly like suburban. Yes. <laughs> Emily's suburban neighbors. <laughs> and yeah, should I, I'll just name all of them. Yeah. Michelle on the corner. Um, she is right, like going camping, like all these things. Yeah. And it can make you feel like, oh, I'm doing nothing and I'm wasting and losing all this stuff. Right. right. And so if you want to take it as being inspired of, oh, God, I'd love to check out that hiking trailer. Oh, man, it is super easy to go rent these kayaks. Right. Like something like that. I think that's fabulous. But I think it's important to understand why do we go to a place of self-deprecation and shame mm. as opposed to inspired or I'd like to do that too. I think we have a natural inclination to compare ourselves, right? Like we we all want to improve in some way, right? Like there's, there's I, I think just as human beings, right? Like for, even from like an evolutionary perspective, mm-hmm. we have this like natural propensity to want to grow. Yeah. And so sometimes the way in which we attempt to do that is to, is to compare ourselves to others yeah. by saying like, oh, well, I'm not doing enough because mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z, like all these people are doing this. Yeah. Um, but that very often hurts us, right? Instead of helps us. And I think that, you know, we're we're well-intentioned or our brains are well-intentioned when that happens, but we have to really question that because when you're comparing yourself to a highlight reel, you're not getting the full picture. Yeah. And you really, it's really just unfair to compare yourself to anyone but you. So there's been this big push, I feel like on social media about how many influencers sell skincare products while having filters on have you seen this whole thing i haven't of course i haven't because i yes because you're not on social media <laughs> I'm right? overwhelmed but by like media. more and more influencers are being called out for being like dude you're like sitting here advertising the skincare but you have a fucking filter on your face so like you're sitting here saying hey look how good my skin looks like no shit man it's a right, filter it's a we filter. all look great with 100%. that filter percent. and i think that like they have like the cat ears yes. like on <laughs> And I magically it's totally natural. It's fine. But I feel like there is something to that uh, metaphor. Yeah. Right? Of like how much, right? Because you say like when you put stuff up, 
in general, we usually just like want to share our shit. But there are some people that put stuff up that do want you to feel a type of way. It is about you being jealous, don't yeah. you think? Uh, there I, are people that post in that absolutely. way. Absolutely. But, and then what What does that mean about them? Like, yeah. what's the reason why? Well, don't you feel like it's very keeping up with the Joneses? Yeah, but there's like clearly an insecurity mm-hmm. there, right, for them where there's this need to to post something or... I, I, guess, I guess the thing that I have trouble with is the fact that so much of it is inauthentic mm-hmm. and... And I don't think all of it. I don't think everyone posts as a way to be like, oh, I'm going to mask, you know, all of these other parts yeah. of myself. Well, it's interesting, right? Because like, so you, we're talking about, I think a lot of ways we're talking about Instagram, right? But then there's a lot of people that will come out and say like, oh, well, TikTok people are so authentic. But there's also a lot of misinformation on TikTok. <laughs> so much. Right? Like, I think TikTok, TikTok is like, it's so manic. <laughs> so TikTok's actually, for some reason, easier for my brain. Yes. I had to delete it. Because because Both I'm, Nikki and I deleted our TikToks. I did not. Because it, we felt we were being unhealthy with it. Oh, yeah. No, I felt great about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. Yeah. I think... Car- but don't you ever see stuff on it? You're like, this is... Like, yeah. Well, nuts. when that happens, if there's something... I try to be... Because I talk to my clients about this all the time. Yeah. I try to be very conscious of what I'm feeling while I'm scrolling on things because... I realize that there's certain things like honestly I'm redoing a lot of stuff in my house mm-hmm. so if I'm looking at like videos of people who are just like making their houses so Perfect. incredible yeah. that feels difficult Ooh. for me because I'm like I know that I'm not going to be able to do that no right like <laughs> it's not going to happen not rich. <laughs> I'm not rich my house will never look like that I, no. have a, I have a house in the city that doesn't yes. have those like high ceilings no nothing yeah and so I but I but I'm very conscious of that mm-hmm. while I'm doing it and I'll be like okay like I've seen too many like amazing houses yes. that are like making me ill so like I need to get off of yes this. yeah yeah but it's easier for my brain to look at TikTok because it's just giving it it's giving me one at a time mm-hmm. whereas with Instagram you can click on a million things, things at once yeah, and yeah. just like scroll on them it's too overwhelming yeah. for me I mean, I like I talk to clients a lot about taking social media breaks, and the number one thing I hear from people is sometimes a fear of becoming irrelevant Oof. if they do that. How will I connect to people? Will people forget about me? Will I not be included in stuff anymore? Like it's so interesting. Just the idea of deleting an app can bring up feelings of like rejection and abandonment. Right. Well, there's this like fear of disconnection. Right. Yeah. And if you're not seeing, of course, we can't see all of our friends all the yes, time. No. But it's understandable that there would be this fear of disconnection. Right. If everyone else is posting and everyone else knows this thing about one of our friends and I don't. Yes. Right. If I get off social media and I don't know that, then yeah. automatically I'm not included. And just as human, we are social human beings like it's it is survival in a way for us to be part of a group, for mm-hmm. us to be feel connected to people. Um, and so our brains have that pull towards like, I need to feel connected. That's why like feeling left out, fear of missing out is like a yep. huge, very anxiety provoking. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, we all just want to be included. Exactly. Right? And so I think that there's such a fear of that anxiety when we say I need to take a social media break. But and I also need to figure out how do I stay connected to people when it's not through social media? You can text them. Mm-hmm. 
skeptical about custom beauty, I get it. My feet is flooded with customize this and personalize that, all promising to fix my fine lines and thinning hair. But when pro says custom, they actually mean it. It's no gimmick. Your formula couldn't exist without you. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. They get personal. Pros covers everything from your concerns to your age, exercise, and stress levels in order to uncover what's impacting your hair and skin health. They asked me about my hair loss being genetic in my family, how long it takes for my hair to get oily after a wash, what products and tools I use to style my hair, and even my zip code to understand how the water hardness, UV index, and cold dry winter in Philly might be impacting me. Next, they recommended a full routine of truly personalized products, which were only produced after I placed my order. Nothing pre-mixed, nothing off the shelf. Since I switched to pros, I've noticed my hair is so much softer, shinier, and fuller. I keep getting asked if I got a blowout from the salon. But don't just take my word for it. In a third-party double-bind dermatologist-supervised clinical controlled study, aka the gold standard in research studies, pros prove that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or get your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering my listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash shrinkchicks. That's P-R-O-S-E.com slash shrinkchicks for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash shrink chicks say goodbye to the cheap razor era my friends it's time to treat your body to the premium shave it deserves with athena club em and i just got back from an amazing trip to the caribbean to celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our practice the therapy group and in haste of packing because yours truly is a packing procrastinator i forgot my athena club razor at home and had to resort to using a subpar flimsy razor that left my skin feeling anything but smooth a mistake i will never make again the athena club hype is real the shave is seriously the smoothest I've ever experienced, and that is especially evident after having to use another razor in its absence. Aside from the amazing smoothest, let me tell you why Athena Club's razor kit is a must-have in your self-care routine. First off, can we talk about the price? At just $10, it's an absolute steal. But don't let the price fool you. This razor packs a serious punch. It comes with a beautifully made ergonomic handle and two super sharp razor heads that deliver an incredibly smooth shave every time. Plus, with the included magnetic hook, storage is a breeze. No more dealing with gooby blades or unexpected midnight shower crashing sound surprises. And the quality of the shave is top notch. Those five precision engineered blades glide effortlessly, leaving you a silky smooth skin every time. Plus, the water activated serum and built-in skin guards ensure a comfortable irritation-free shave. Are you ready to upgrade your shaving experience? Switch to the best razor on the market and show your skin you care with Athena Club. Head over to athenaclub.com to try their award winning razor and body products and get 20% off your first purchase with code shrinkchicks at checkout. You can also find Athena Club razors at your local Target store. Trust me, you won't look back. Happy shaving. Like, okay, but think about it. There are people that I respond to on social media that I would literally never text. Same. Right? Like, there's people that I'll, like, be like, oh, my God, that's adorable. Right? Like, or, like, haha, that's hilarious. But, like, I don't, one, half these people don't even have their phone number. Right. And, two, I would never text them. How do you feel about that aspect of it? (laughs) Long pause. I don't know what that says about me. I didn't really make that connection until right now. Yeah. What do you think that says? Well, I don't know. I just, 
I kind of like that aspect of it. Yeah. I don't know why now that I'm thinking about it. Well, but then, because then my first thought was like, man, like if I think these people are so groovy, um, really? why didn't I get their phone numbers? I'm so thrilled that you said that. Right? Like I like right. could like reach out to these people, you know what I mean? Like in a different way. I I wonder if there's something about it that's like less vulnerable, right? Like you, Oh my god, of course replying to a meme compared to texting 100%. someone. 100%. Well, and also like what It's you, triangulation. It's oh god. Yes. At its core is in social media triangulation. Yes, because well, and also it gives you a way to connect over something, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you were to just text someone, you'd be like, "Hey, what's up? Like, how are you?" Yeah, right. Like you know that there's not right. There's a there's a level of tri- mm-hmm. triangulation that's really helpful. Yep. Wow. That's it, right? That and so it. with that triangulation, it diffuses the anxiety, so I can have interactions. If I can sit here and have a funny interaction about a meme or talk about something on the internet, it gives me an intro, right? um there's a book called um um dale carnegie's um how to make friends and influence people oh yeah um okay so one of the things that he talks about in this book is the importance of name tags at events and how when people wear name tags they interact so much more if you go to an event with name tags and people can like walk up and be like oh jennifer right like it automatically gives you an intro and I automatically feel connected because I know your name. I know that it's the right name. I'm not like nervous saying it. It gives me something. That so, makes so much sense. Right? So when you have a name and then another identifying thing on that name tag, all of a sudden I have an interaction. I have a connection with you. That connection can keep building. Right. I love that. And I also I very much connect to the like nerves about not knowing someone's name well that's actually I think one of the things that works about the zoom networking events right because you can because see the names exactly it's built in name tags it makes it so much easier when i if i introduce myself to someone like i'm i'm so focused on saying my own name yeah i forget there is that i forget there is but at the end of the conversation i always say remind me of your name again yeah because it's actually really important for yes. me to like know the person's name yeah because usually I'm just introdu- introducing myself to their dog mm-hmm. first. Always. 100%. <laughs> I won't forget your dog's name. That's I for sure. Not, right. Your dog does not have to say their name twice. No way. Immediately. Yeah. But, but it makes a lot of sense with social media, right? Because not only do you have their name. Yeah. You have anything they're interested in. Mm-hmm. You know everything about their lives that yeah. they want to show you. Yes. And so it does. It makes us feel more connected to people that usually we would never connect well, with. Well, it's funny. Like, so, like, my first thought when you just said that was, like, oh, like, I could know someone's political party. So, like, I can make sure I don't say something that is problematic, right? Or, like, I know sort of in general what kind of your beliefs are for right. some people. It makes me feel safer connecting to you. Right. There's, like, a protective mechanism in it, yes. right? Whereas if you're just – I know I keep comparing it to just, like, texting someone. Yeah, yeah. But there's so much more vulnerability in that mm-hmm. because, right, the social anxiety that comes with trying to connect with someone, right, where you're wanting to connect with them, you don't want to offend them. Mm-hmm. There's so much anxiety that can come from that. But you're right, like in with social media, there's such a safety in that and being able to say, okay, I know all these things about you. Like I can also say like, oh, I saw you went on a trip. 
a few yes. months ago. Like, how was that trip? Yes. You know, like it gives me an in to be able to Anything, yep. talk about those yeah. things. Is ever, have you ever gone up to someone and said the wrong thing? Let me tell you a story. <laughs> okay, let me tell you a story about how when Millie was like three weeks old yeah. and I was like losing my mind and I was like, I got to get out of this house. I'm losing my freaking mind. So in the middle of winter, I was like, let's just go to Trader Joe's. I was like, let's just take the baby to Trader Joe's. I got to do this, right? This girl, I see her and like the second I see her, I'm like, I know this chick, but I'm thinking it's my friend's, <laughs> thinking that it's a friend. My friend's brother's wife. It was not. It was actually, this is very funny, who listens to this show, Amanda, um, as a, uh, my friend Amanda, Liz's sister, yeah, Amanda. Yeah. We've talked about Liz. We've talked about, yes, I know, episodes. poor Liz. Um, it was one of Amanda's friends, but I confused it. So, like, I had met her a few times, and I went up, and I was like, oh, that video of your daughter. I was like, oh, the video she is. She said, I don't have a daughter. <laughs> no, no, she, she was like, that was not me. And I was like, oh. <laughs> And then she was like, it was funny because she was like, how are you sleeping? And I was like, oh, it's been great. Because at the time I was like still delusional and insane and pretending like everything was fine postpartum. And so I'm like, oh, it's all been great. And after I walked away, I was like, oh, my God, I just pretended like I'm fine. I said the wrong name to this girl. It's like the most embarrassing interaction I've ever had. I just called her daughter the wrong name. I talked about her daughter pretending to be Santa Claus in a bathtub, a video I saw of someone else's kid on social media. Like, I just really bummed this interaction (laughs) but at least at least you tried right a for effort you tried really and i was like and what's your daughter (laughs) i was like what's going on i just call everyone's child babe oh how's the babe how's the babe that's smart because it uh, let me tell you a lot of names a lot of names i have to remember yeah it's a lot of names a lot of birthdays you don't remember birth you don't need to remember that i feel like i do i barely remember my daughter's birthday right february good job thank you wow thank you do you want me to guess the day yeah i guess the day 25th wow is that it yes holy shit that is impressive thank you But, okay, bring up birthdays, social media, right? Like, the feeling of that I need to get a billion people to say happy birthday. And I have to say, Facebook is just thriving because it tells me when everyone's (laughs) birthday is. That's the only reason I'm on Facebook. Facebook thrives because of private groups, Facebook Marketplace, and birthdays. Facebook Marketplace is... Fabulous. Fabulous. There's so many finds on there. Things... And if you try to sell anything, it goes in two seconds. Two seconds. It's amazing. I mean, it's annoying to get them to actually come get it and stuff. But yes, yes very quick interaction. Work. Yes. But yeah, Facebook is still thriving because, yes, of, those because of those things. Yes, because of those things. I'm yeah. surprised that there, no other social media has picked up like the birthday thing. Yes. Yeah. It's like the only way I know people's birthdays. I think Twitter has it. And I think Snapchat does. I am never on Twitter. You know, I love Twitter. I know. It's like my news source. And I, <laughs> I honestly, and I've tried, I have tried to get on Twitter. It's like there's some, I'm telling you. I, I, get, I don't I post ever. Yeah. I just lurk. Yeah. Lo- That's even like Lurking's the move. Yeah. Lurking's the move. I get, but it's the same kind of thing. I get too overwhelmed oh, I by it. like the amount that's happening there. I just rely on you to send me important things. You know, I send you everything. Is that okay? I'm very good at sharing and information. Snapchat. That's done, right? Done. I'm not. I think for us, yeah, tons of people are on it, but for us, oh yeah, yeah, completely done. Mm -hmm. So, but in the end, right, we're talking about the things that are really positive about social media, and the things that can be really difficult. Yeah, and I think that there's a lot of push and pull, and and one thing that just to reiterate is to know what works for you. Yeah, and what doesn't work for you. Social media can serve you. It doesn't have to just like 
be something you consume, you can be consciously aware of like how it's served you and how you consume it. And like that makes a big difference. And taking breaks from social media, you do not become irrelevant or disappear. Yes. It's very healthy to do. Well, and I think, and I know we we frame this with every topic in the same way, but like me and Emily are talking about how there's certain things that work for her mm-hmm. They're very that different don't work you. for me and certain things that work for me that don't work for her. And that you have to figure out your own personal yeah. brand of what works for you. Yeah. I mean, I've had people say that like, oh, I can't even follow like your um, Instagram post because like I like read too deep into them. Right. Like oh. or I like and I'm like, yeah, then like don't read that. Absolutely. Right. Like it's like everything is too nuanced to put up in a single slide. And it doesn't it also doesn't pertain to everyone of course not right like there's certain things i always say take take the things that work and throw out the things that don't yeah Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with social media and sometimes i'll also recommend like if if it's too overwhelming for you to be on social media like instagram for example you're seeing all your friends stuff you're feeling a lot of fomo you're feeling you know like very left out uncomfortable you can make another instagram account that just follows things that feel good for you yeah yeah right like just creating one it's private yeah i go on our business one you love our business one more than anything else yes you do you i do. never go on my personal yeah. one just and i'm seeing all these quotes all the time that's like pretty much all i'm seeing just like other therapists that are posting things see that for me is like that's like nauseating to me you know see, I'm i like actually, a bit nauseated by yes it, oh yeah 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 i feel like it's too we're much. nauseated by other other th- by ourselves. By ourselves. We do that exactly. Right. Well, speaking of nauseated, dear Em and Jen. <laughs> speaking, speaking of, of nauseated, nausea. that was a great segue. Hold up, hold up. All right. What drum roll. <laughs> that was a good drum <laughs> roll. was really beautiful. Okay. I'm trying to think of which one to do. Let's do this one. Okay. Dear Em and Jen. Best way to professionally tell your boss you need a mental health day if they don't get it. I mean, I don't think you have to specify what it's for. Right. I would lie. Me too. If your boss doesn't get it and doesn't respect it, I like it sucks, right? Because we want to be like, we should normalize this. We should talk about this. But before you advocate, you take care of yourself first. The only way you can continue advocacy work and continue destigmatizing stuff is for you also to take care of yourself. It's the whole, you know, put on your mask before you put on others, right? So I would say if you have a boss that is not respecting you, the fact that you're taking days off and asks you, like, one, you're allowed to say, like, oh, that's private, like, why I'm taking off. Yes. Like, you don't actually owe it to anyone of give information. The thing that really triggers me with this is that we get sick days, right? Like, if you're an employee, you get sick days. But this only pertains to the United States, for the record. And uh, I know. Shitty, shitty policies. But sick days only can, are connected to physical health. Yes. Right? And <clears throat> I'm so sorry. There's something in my throat. Speaking of sick days. Speaking of sick days. You, I think like I need a, one. Do you like a taste of my... You know, I'm not a black cherry fan, but... My black cherry I'm seltzer. i it. I know. Sorry. 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 Um, but that's that's what I find really frustrating. Yeah, I mean, it's is a that sick day. A sick day is about physical health. Well, I always think about it as like, oh, I am sorry, I, I actually have an appointment. It's an appointment with yourself. Yes. I got an appointment with myself I that day. I cannot come. It's I am all, not available. It is an all day appointment. I have an appointment. <laughs> 
But like if you think about it, right, we we talk a lot about and we've spent a lot of time this summer saying we need to take like a week off of clients mm-hmm. because we need to take care of ourselves yep. in order to take care of other people. But we've really noticed and I don't want to speak for you. So okay. please correct me okay. if this doesn't connect to you. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming that it does. But I don't want to assume. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it is so helpful to take that break. Yes. And this is why vacations are helpful. Like even one day where you're like, I'm going to take this day to myself. Mm-hmm. The day after feels completely different. Yeah. And it really is when you take a sick day for your mental health, mm-hmm. it really is nurturing you. Like it really is giving to you in a way that helps you be more productive, be a better worker. What was the company this year that came out and did a full close down everything for a week? What was it? I don't know. Was it was, it, you probably found it on social media and it wasn't I did not. Linked, it was a Bumble or LinkedIn or something. It was like some company, like a large company that shut everything down for a full week and said like to prevent burnout, like we are closing everything for one Whoever week. Whoever they are. How? God, who was that? I don't know, but I hope that more. I need to know. Where's your phone? Oh, here. Because that, like that is a cool organization. That is so. It wasn't Amazon. Shut it. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to the moon. In a penis. <laughs> in a penis. It is. It was a I penis. Know, I know. It's, I can't. Don't even. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So we can take that, to, <laughs> take that to other level. I cannot. That, that, As I order something on Amazon Prime. <laughs> what you post, the meme you post on social media <laughs> was hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. Shutting down for, for a, week a week. To prevent burnout. Company. It's like some, who was it? It was somebody amazing. And how cool is that? That is so cool. I am so sorry that this is taking so long for me. E- to everyone already out. turned off the episode. Doesn't I matter. Know. We're just doing this for ourselves now. For it was LinkedIn and Bumble. There. Wow. I am pretty sure from what this says. I mean, I'm, for LinkedIn, Bumble, and others. Wow. The answer is to shut down company wide for a full week. I know. I love wow. that. Wow. Yeah. That should be a thing. We should do that. We should figure out how we can do that. We can just do it. Do it. Well, we very much preach in our yeah. business at the therapy group that our clinicians take breaks when all the they time. Get it. Yes, like yes. it's so so important for healthcare professionals yeah. to take breaks when you're taking care of other people. You got to take breaks for yourself. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. essential. Like it's really essential because yeah. you can get burnt. It's so easy to get burnout. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And people who are in helping fields are naturally empathetic. Mm-hmm and our caretakers and so it's so easy for us to give and give and give and give and not think about what we need yeah and so that's why we very much preach that yeah. in, in but our back practice. to this dear em and jen yes i think that if, <laughs> we if, didn't even answer the if question you're, if you're someone who's in a place in a mental health place to advocate and say to yourself and say actually mental health is part of health yeah right so i'm taking a sick day i horribly i i Poorly. Poorly. I strongly encourage you to advocate for that. But if you are not in a place, then you lie. And I know that that might sound difficult. So but like, lie. I don't. I don't give a fuck if it's if it's you know a red, yellow, purple, goddamn tie dye lie. It's do what you have to do to take care of yourself, right. right? Like, so if you're in an advocacy place, that's great. But also, if you're not, fuck it, lie. You're sick. You have an appointment. That appointment's with you and your goddamn bathroom. Hundred percent. You don't have to say anything else. Same thing with taking a break from social with your media. Bathtub. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I glazed over that. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Groovy. Thanks for being groovy with us. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> no problem. Hey, if this episode related to you or anyone else, I'm not sure who would, <laughs> at this point, <laughs> by the end of this uh, 40 minutes here, 
Yep. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe on Apple. It's uh, follow. And uh, we will see you next week because to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. <laughs>